what was the injury? My knee. Go inside the mind of a Greg Jennings. You are now listening to the only Packers podcast you will ever need to hear again. But I'm still, oh, it's a big throw, the receivers, and that's a touchdown! It's a catch! Oh, good f***ing Green Bay with it! This is not Detroit, man, this is the Super Bowl! What are they talking about when they say Nick? They do care. Now, to your host of the Packers pregame podcast, Mike and Bill. Hello, it is the Packers pregame podcast. It's Mike and Bill with you. Like I said, my name is Mike. I'm one of your hosts, a.k.a. I'm going to be coaching your son's baseball team, so maybe he'll call me dad. And with me, I have Bill. What's going on, Packer Nation? It's Bill here, a.k.a. I like it when they call me Big Papa. <laughs> we are ready. It is game day. We got some game day energy. The Packers are 1-0. and They beat the Bears last week. Uh, like we predicted, like well, like we guaranteed, right? I mean, I I told you it was free money on this podcast. Free money. That's right. So literal giving, literally giving out money. <laughs> yeah, that's a right. Ro- we are, we are the like the Robin Hood of yeah. uh, Packers po- podcasts. We steal from Vegas and give back to the to the rest of everyone else, to the it's degenerates, true. to the degenerates who would place their faith in us. Mm-hmm. Truth tellers. Yeah, so, um, and the good thing is the Packers scored 10 points, but that was the best the offense has looked in about two years. Uh, yeah, and that's, I mean, that that's sounds a, about right. Yeah, that's right. And then I also felt like watching that game, it was like they were make, like doing an homage to Big Ten football. They were just as happy Big Ten football was back. So, Mike, you say that our, our offense looked the best it has in two years. Yes. But that defense looked the best it has in about a decade. In about a decade, since since the Super Bowl run. Yes. So we're bringing that into this week. We got the Vikings coming into town. Uh, it's in Green Bay, Lambeau, 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 gods time zone. And, Bill, what, what are you looking for going into this week? I'm looking for a W. A W. A W. Okay, so the Packers are favored last time I checked by three. Um, the... Vikings are coming off a pretty impressive win against the Falcons at home last week. Eh. Okay, so tell me about that. It's the Falcons. Yeah, the other thing is that Minnesota literally passed the ball 10 times in an entire football game in 2019. That's gross. It it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. How do you – are you that scared of Kirk? I mean, they must be, right? I can't think of another explanation for it. I just, it's insane. So, all right. So what we're going to do is we are going to go into our cheese head of the week. We have a dead celebrity prediction. Well, <clears throat> sorry. We have a celebrity <laughs> prediction. Uh, we have, of course, our drinking game. And if the Packers lose, we have a, uh, a reasons for you to, or things to remember if the Packers lose, even though they won't lose because, hey, they don't lose when we do a Packers pregame podcast. So did I miss anything? All truths. All truths right there, That's straight right. facts. So what else should we be looking for in the game before we go to the cheese head of the week? Um, oh, but you're talking about besides a big W? Besides a big W, of course. Any any specifics? Uh, hopefully uh, an offense that looks better than it did against the Bears and that could put up more than 10 points. Although, you know, if we can if we can hold the, uh, the Vikings to three points, then it really doesn't matter. Yeah, I think... We'll see a lot more Aaron Jones today than we did last week. Hopefully more Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, a little bit more Aaron Rodgers. Did you – so now I know you didn't get to watch the game on 
Thursday night because you're a hardworking young boy. But uh, oh, I, I watched it after work. I just didn't get to watch it live. So do you remember the end of round on that deep pass to was it MBS the 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 like sixty yard bomb? The oh, you, on the completion. Yeah. Um. No, I remember that. I remember that. I think they tried that with Geronimo, and then that got snuffed out in the backfield. But I think that was an actual like end around. Right. That 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 fake end around was the most creative thing I've seen done on a Packers offense in so long. I it just got me like it got me pumped up, even if it wouldn't have been a completed pass. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting what McFleur's bringing to this new offense. Yeah. So, do you think? What do you think? Are we gonna see a little like a little bit more unleashed today, or is it gonna be? I mean, God, the offense looks bad. I mean, it's another week, you know. Now that they've got they've got one regular season game under their belt, I think hopefully people go. The offense kind of knows what they're doing now. Sure. Um, oh, so hey, yeah, Packers I mean, fans, I, no waves on offense. Yeah, no waves. Stop with the wave on offense. Also, actually cheer on defense. Yeah, let's actually be loud this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is Lambeau Field. People used to hate coming to Lambeau Field. Let's make it. Let's make Lambeau great again. It's 2019 already. Let's go. Well, now people hate coming to Lambeau Field, but for different reasons. Well, yeah, you know. Um. So, all right, let's get into it. We have our uh, our cheese head of the week, Bill. Who is our cheese head of the week? Uh, our cheese head of the week is um. Hang on, I gotta I gotta actually pull up the. That's okay. I forgot what it was too. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Ah. <laughs> This idiot, okay. this, this dumbass. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, cheese head of the week is uh, a. Should I give it? Can I, should I give? His, I mean, his name's in here, so I can do it, yeah, right? You can give his name. The Star Tribune gave his name. Yeah, uh, Elijah McClure, <laughs> 20, 21-year-old Augsburg Augsburg University student who was had to put in intensive care for a week and a half uh, after having a vaping associated injury. Elijah, aka Vape God. I mean, so this kid, this kid was vaping so hard in his college, in his, in his I don't, he might have been in a dorm, he might have been in a house. Anyways, he was vaping with his boys, and uh, just blowing fat clouds. Fat clouds, pH, as the kids say these days, and had to go to the hospital. Uh, did were there any details on what exactly happened? Um, yeah. Because I, what I imagine, while you look up the actual details, what I imagine. Is got admitted with uh, chest pain and nausea that had a suspected link to vaping. Okay, yeah, so, right. So I, I imagine him sitting around with the boys. They're throwing a few brews back, vaping like vape gods. And all of a sudden, he realizes that there's something wrong with his chest and he's a little bit dizzy. And all the... All Man, the... that nausea, that's just because you're hitting that, that nicotine. That's exactly right. That's what the other guys are saying. Bro, don't worry about it. It's just the nicotine. You dude, you're just and of course I'm assuming it wasn't just vape. I'm assuming there was a little of the in there. I don't know. I think uh, from what I when I read this the other night, um, they're not saying it's the culprit. Okay, well I'm reporting it is. Well, so here's the thing. So, well, okay. So his dad says he couldn't rule out the possibility, but he only found lemonade flavored nicotine cartridges in his son's room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Lemon. Mm-hmm. Lemonade? Oh, dude, what if they made a Natterday-flavored nicotine packet? Oh, my God. We're rich. <laughs> well, you said it over the airways now. All right, we're going to bleep that out. Bleep that out. I'm a primetime player. I came through when it counted, and... Uh...
Got my second TV. I got one for my living room now and one for my bedroom. All right, so we're gonna move on to our celebrity prediction. So in the past, as we've talked about, we've had some pretty wild celebrities. We had Bernie Mac on last week. We've had um, Paul Allen, not the Paul Allen that is the Vikings announcer. We'll get to him, trust me. But the Paul Allen that start <laughs> Microsoft. So we've had some great some great celebrities on. And this week, Bill, who do we got? This week we have uh, esteemed actor Peter Graves with us. Oh, Peter, welcome uh, to the show. And if you, yeah, if you don't know, if you don't know, uh, Peter Graves, best known as his role as Jim Phelps in the CBS television series Mission Impossible, um, as well as maybe for um, some of our more comedically inclined fans, uh, he was uh, the pilot or one of the pilots in the movie Airplane. Oh, okay, sure, sure. So a little bit of a variety for our man Peter here. Well, Peter, we, we do really appreciate you taking some time. I know you're obviously a busy guy, a lot going on. So we're going to get right to it. Bill, why don't you ask Peter our question? All right. Hey, Peter, Bill here. Um, so our question for you today, just one question, pretty simple. Um, what, uh, what do the Packers need to do? To beat the Vikings today. We may be witnessing the beginning of an era that will mean the complete annihilation of man. The beginning of the end. Oh wow, that's a that is a great answer, Peter. Great insight. Thank you, sir. We really appreciate you coming on and um, I'll pass that along to McFleur and the rest of the Packers and hopefully that'll get them a W this week. Do you really need two? I mean, can I have one? If you come over and watch some movies with me. <laughs> so we are gonna move on to staple of the program. You know what it staple. is. The staple of the, the staple of the program. It is the drinking game. So drinking it. Bill, hit him with the disclosure. All right, the disclosure is now again. Uh, we have to. Well, we don't have to do this, but it's. It's a pretty good idea for us because, uh, well, the, disclos the disclosure is this. Um, when you're doing the drinking game because you are a Packers fan, because you're from Wisconsin, because you are a masochist like all of us here, you only use the finest grains alcohol. Uh, that means high proof alcohols only, please, um, because you want this to count. You want to make sure that this drinking game is a drinking game. That's right. Uh, yeah. Emphasis on the drinking. Well, not as much emphasis on the game because games are supposed to be fun. And, and usually this right. is, you know, not great. So, um, yeah. And, and the other thing is when you do this, everyone that listened to the podcast last week, I know for a fact everyone did the drinking game and the Packers won. That means you got to mm -hmm. continue to do it. So even yeah. if you have something tradition, up, if you have like a big family emergency, uh, get an Uber. Because you're going to get an Uber to wherever you need to go because yeah, they'll understand. you're going to need to be drinking. And they're going to understand, yeah. they, you know, Packers before anything, right? This is Wisconsin. Right. So, all right, yeah. Bill, hit us with the first uh, the first part of our drinking game. All right. Drink every time that they show or talk about the Anthony Barhead. Yeah, they're going to do that. Um, we need to make sure that we're all praying for Aaron Rodgers' collarbones today. Yeah. I mean, it's been the Vikings' biggest victory since when they – I don't even know because I haven't won anything else. That's right. Well, and I know everyone who goes to Packer games listen to this podcast, so obviously they won't do this, but I need, if they do, if the Packer fans are dumb enough to do it, 
I need you to drink every time the Packers do the wave on offense. You know what? Actually, did you ever play that that like uh, the Thunderstruck game? Yeah. Where like you, it's like whenever it whenever it came to it, it went, yeah. and, uh, you, that's when you had to drink. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, that's right. That's like with the yeah. wave. If they start doing the wave on offense, you got to keep drinking until they stop doing the wave. Wow, I would have I would have phrased that more as you gotta. You do the wave, or the wave starts, or whatever, and you start drinking, and then once it comes around to you, you can stop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So oh, you got go. That's right. So, yeah, and then it goes to the next person. That sounds good. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. All right, Bill, yours. Okay. Uh oh, right. I forgot that you had given one. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it. You know, it wasn't on the rundown. I got confused. <laughs> That's okay. Drink every time they talk about the last time the Vikings played in Green Bay. We tied. Oh yeah, that'll happen. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. Tying is like when you, you know, they say it's like kissing your sister, which I don't think we can do and say that in 2019 anymore. I have no idea. I don't understand the rules. But the uh, tying is like winning, like going and like taking all your winnings at a Dave and Buster's, a D and B's, and like getting some stupid prize and being like, I can't believe I just spent seventy dollars on this prize, but also I got this prize, right? That's kind of like what it is tying. You're- I thought that's what uh, Dave and Buster's was anyway. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, drink every time Kirk Cousins completes a pass. So they are. Hey, you won't have to drink that yeah, much. You're not gonna have to drink at all. I don't even know why I wrote that down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, drink every time uh, Xavier Rhodes makes a play. Ooh, also, not gonna be drinking a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, you know what? I was reading this the other day, Bill, and we'll have to drink mm-hmm. every time they do this, but I don't, know, okay. I don't know if you know this. Um, Hit me with it. Adam, Adam Thielen, you know who that is, right? I think so, yeah, Adam Thielen. Receiver, the wide receiver for the Vikings. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess he's from Mankato, Minnesota. No shit. So he's kind of like a hometown dude, and I, I know they never say that ever on broadcast, but if they say it, you got to finish your drink. So wait, hang on. Let me roll this back real quick. All right, yeah. So Adam Thielen, who is a wide receiver for Minnesota, yes. went to college in Minnesota. Yes. I've literally never heard that before. Yeah. So I doubt they'll say it on the on the game cast today, but if they do, Bill, if you hear it, finish your drink. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to. Wow. All right. My turn. Yep. Uh Finish your drink for every Vikings championship. Oh. That's tough. Oof, that's for Vikings fans. Yeah. It is tough for Vikings fans. Drink every time Rodgers throws a 50-50 ball up to Jimmy Graham. That's kind of his new thing. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Uh, drink if they talk about the Rodgers rule. Oh. So, Bill, explain to Packer fans who are new to the podcast what the Rodgers rule is. So... It'll probably go hand the in Roger- hand with, with the Anthony Barr hit, right? Yeah, they kind of changed it. So I don't know the exact wording of the rule. I don't have the NFL rule book in front of me. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not a. I guess I'm not a good fan. Um, but basically, it's something along the lines of when you sack a quarterback, you can't put your entire weight on top of them, sure. which is what Anthony Barr did. Um. And so, yeah, that's the Rodgers rule. Okay. And uh, everyone likes to talk about how that came back to 
bite us in the ass when we tied the Vikings, but uh, that's not the rule that was called on Clay Matthews. Right. I miss him. So, Vikings fans are dumb. Yeah, well, that's always going to happen. Uh, all right, so finish your drink. If Mike Zimmer goes blind and starts using bra- uh, his Braille play chart instead of uh, his regular play-, play chart during the game. Oh. It might happen. It, it might happen. Drink every time Jake Kumaro gets a catch and finish if he gets a touchdown. Woo! K-Dog. K-Dog. That's right. You get nervous there. I was going to say the dog. Well, there it is. You did say it. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, my last one I've written down here. Uh, don't drink anything Sam Darnold has drank. That's a good That's that's a good rule of thumb right there. Thank you. Yeah, we don't want to get mono. You don't want to get that mononucleosis. <laughs> All right. Your last one, Bill. My last one is take a drink for every time the Packers get a sack. Yeah, man. That D-line is good, and that Minnesota offensive line looks bad. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. So, All right. Last thing we have on the docket. Now, the Packers never lose when we do a Packers pregame podcast, so you're welcome. Also, the Packers, when they do lose, they actually win because it helps get Mike McCarthy fired. But yep. in case we lose, even though we're not going to lose, but in case we do, we want to give you some things to remember about the city of Minnesota, or the city, the state of Minnesota. Uh, things that if, if you're walking out of the park and some Minnesota fan is giving you crap about the game, you can just fire back with one of these so you know exactly what to say. So, Bill, what's something we, we can remember if we lose even though we won't lose? The Vikings have never won anything. That's right. They haven't ever won anything. All right, a thing to remember if uh, the Packers lose even though they won't lose, uh, I'm just going to put a lot of... Paul Allen sound here. So I told you we were going to get to it. So here it is. Brett Favre goes back to pass. He pumps. Now he fires over the middle. Intercepted. I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. It was intercepted by Tracy Porter. Near side to the 40. And John Sullivan runs him down at the 47-yard line. You've got to be kidding me. I can't believe what I just saw. Looking at that play, he should have just held on to it, Paul. He should have. He could have easily gotten five or six yards if he would have just pulled that thing down and dove forward. But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Blair Walsh has five game-winning field goals to his credit, including two this year. He walked off a winner here against St. Louis and at Soldier Field. This will be a 27-yard try for all intents and purposes to knock Seattle out of the postseason. Kevin McDermott snaps. He's in his first year with the Minnesota Vikings. Jeff Locke holds. Blair Walsh from 27 yards left hash. Snap good. Spot down. Walsh's kick is up. And it is no good. He missed it. Are you kidding me? The season can't end like that. He missed it left. And the Seattle Seahawks are off to Charlotte. Blair Walsh missed a 27-yard field goal. And the Minnesota Vikings are going to lose 10-9. to Now sometimes you just rather be lucky than good. And for the, and for the Seattle Seahawks, they were lucky. Get back, guys. Here it is. The season's on the line. Two receivers left and right. McCown takes the snap. He steps up. He's all by himself. Fires into the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! No! No! The Cardinals have knocked the Vikings out of the playoffs! 
That is some great sound. Yeah. <laughs> never get tired of it. No, never, never get old. Uh, our ex-governor may have met with a Russian spy, but at least he isn't a 9-11 truther. Yeah, well, that's true. Um, I don't know if one is worse than the other, but I, you know, I'm just going to pretend like Minnesota's is worse because they're Minnesota. True. Uh, ooh, remember, we don't have a stupid horn that we play every single time we get a first down. That's, yeah, we don't. Yeah, that, that horn is real dumb. It is just so annoying. The first intercollegiate basketball game was played in Minnesota on February 9th, 1895. Um, but the Beavers have st- still haven't been able to win a ring. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? I'm going to go on, on top of that. Also, like we're not so soft that we have to put a roof on our stadium. True. Like, Jesus. And you know what? They kill birds, dude. They do kill birds. That stadium kills birds. Like a yeah. lot of them. Yeah, I don't so it's like they had a roof on their stadium and then their stadium collapsed. Then they didn't have a roof on their stadium and it was fine. And then they're like, oh, we want a roof again. It's like, make up your mind. Yeah. And stop using what are the you? Windex on the whatever, the glass on top of it, dude. You're killing birds. Killing them. I know. So. Uh, Minnesota has one recreational boat per every six people, which is more than any other state. But I'm pretty sure the love boat had way more than six people on it. <laughs> Oh, you know what? We one thing to remember is that we never thought that Christian Ponder was going to work. So, yeah, we were Christian Ponder truthers from the start. That's right. Uh, <laughs> so you guys, know, <laughs> you guys know, uh, you guys know. Remember uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder, Little House on the Prairie? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, she lived on Plum Creek near Walnut Grove. Oh. Uh, but she hated Minnesota so much she moved into the Dakota Territory. Um, <laughs> all right, Bill, I need some help with this one. I, this is what I wrote down. I don't remember why I wrote it down. Okay. Minnesota's most famous statue doesn't respect the troops. Yes. Explain that to me. Why did I write that down? <laughs> okay. So, uh, they have the world's largest statue of, uh, Paul Bunyan. I almost said Paul Allen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine a giant statue of Paul Allen? You're a little weird. <laughs> Uh, Paul Bunyan, the famous lumberjack. Yeah. Uh, and he is kneeling. <laughs> and they say he would be much taller if he was standing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? I'm doubling down. Yeah. Minnesota's most famous statue doesn't respect the troops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my last one. Uh, Minneapolis has more golfers per capita than any other city in the country. Uh, which means that they have more white people than any other city per capita in the country. <laughs> All right, my last one. Minnesota is like they are. They are the cuck of claiming lakes. They call themselves the land of ten thousand lakes, but like the state right more next like the to land them, of ten thousand fakes. That's right, and it's like what you're like bragging about being in second place. It's like happier the salutatorian. Like I don't understand. It's just lame. Like, what a what a. What are you talking about? Do you understand what I'm saying? Why would you call yourself the land of 10,000 lakes when the state right next to you has more lakes? Yeah, it's dumb. And they're, they have fake lakes. It's just a fraud city. Fraud state. That's it, man. I don't have anything else. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, all right. We kind of hit a wall here. I don't think so. Remember the push-out rule, dude? <laughs> Josh McCown? Yeah, Josh McCown. 
I'm, I'm looking over my list because I have a couple more written down. Okay. Oh, we didn't waste Randy Moss's career. That's good. We did. No, we did not do that. Oh, do you remember we were researching Minnesota created spam? Yep. So I, remind me of that. I just have that written down. They did they create like this like the tuna spam or the chicken spam or whatever? Well, I don't think there's a flavor to it. It's just spam. What is it? I don't even know what that is. It's m some sort of canned meat. Okay, and they created that. Yeah. Can I can I well, can I blame yeah. them for spam email? Sure. All right, I'm gonna do that. I mean, they they didn't have spam before that, so. Oh, here's a deep cut that I've written down. Alex Illicanen. <laughs> That's going to be funny to about three people. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. That's it. That is the Packers pregame podcast. Bill, any last words to the Packers fans before we go in and beat Minnesota down on Sunday at 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 o'clock, God's time zone? Uh, hashtag get loud Lambo. Get loud Lambo. Let's go.